Hello and welcome to Speak Your Truth and Look Good Doing It podcast. My name is Camila, or as you've seen me online, Maria Camila. I'm a brand strategist, photographer, and videographer. This work is about amplifying the visibility of conscious leaders and brands who are wanting to leave this world better than they found it. This podcast is about letting ourselves be seen, both physically and spiritually, and highlighting the nuances we experience as we are growing both personally and professionally. Thank you for being here, and let's go ahead and dive in. Okay, hello everyone. Thank you for being here. Welcome to the podcast. And today's episode is going to be about money wounds. And I'm actually, I'm like in the hot seat right now. I'm really experiencing the money wound heavily. And I I want to talk about it as I'm in the moment because I... Like some people want to talk about what they're going through once they've surpassed it, but I want to I want to be transparent with my audience because I think well, I am actually borrowing this from Nate. Nate was the one that we crafted this together, but transparency is accessibility and that's an important value of mine and for a long time I was not transparent like I've been an authentic person, but I haven't been the most, how do I say this, transparent and uh, open about what I'm really going through out of shame, childhood trauma, feeling othered, feeling like I don't belong. So to add another layer of letting myself be seen by being polarizing or talking about controversial or taboo topics um, is uncomfortable. And and that's why I hid for a long time. But I find growth when other people are transparent and it makes me feel closer to them. And it has even provided me a healing. It has helped me see to believe. So I also want to be a person that um, is that way too. And I'm in the hot seat. Like I said, I'm, I'm like triggered right now. It's really, it's like a big, bold emotion. But I also think that is my fuel in order to get things going. So, okay. So today I actually posted, and I don't know if this episode is going to be out soon, but by the time you hear this, uh, the post is posted already. And I'm going to elaborate on that post. But Uh, The title of that post says how I made my first $20,000 in revenue in my photography and videography business. And I'm going to go over a few points. I did it, gave as much information as I could on the post. So you can go check it out on my Instagram if you want. Um, But I'm going to go over the same points here with more depth. And then I'm also going to address a few more things. So, all right, first and foremost, (laughs) I want to talk about just the feelings that I'm getting as I'm sharing just money things. I know in my brand or in my work, I have voiced a lot of times that how much money you make, that's not what makes up your brand. And I still believe that. It's like, it's like Jay... 
Jeff Bezos, he, like, I don't know, like him making a ton of money does not interest me to go be in his space. Like I have zero interest of being around Jeff Bezos, um, even though he's like gazillionaire, right? Um, but I just think the value system is not uh, the same. So that's what I mean by how much money you make is not, that's not what magnetizes people to you. I mean, I would say that's like layer two of adding credibility to what you're doing. But the first layer, like the first thing that inspires people to work with you are your values and personality. And that being said, I am more likely to attend a workshop or a seminar um, by someone who, yes, they have created results that I want. Um, but it's also by people whose values I align with. And that's really what brand is. So I was hesitant to even share that. It also um, revealed a lot of money wounds that I have, like like the thoughts that arise where, who do you think you are? You're such a loser. You haven't even made that much money. You, um, you're never going to grow. Enjoy it while it lasts. <laughs> like... The mind is ruthless with the things that it'll say. And I'm just thinking about people that make way more money than I do. Um, and like for some reason, my mind is like, is like, I'm like envisioning people that I admire looking down on me, telling me you're such a loser. You're not even making enough money. And they're just so messed up. I don't think they would ever do that. <laughs> but I think the mind, the mind has a little voice that sabotages what you do. And that's why I'm in the hot seat right now. That's why I'm sharing this right now. I just think that I just know there's someone out there that probably is having these same thoughts when they're about to post something. And I just think when we put ourselves in the hot seat and we desensitize ourselves from things that have power over us, um, that's how we overcome it, in my opinion. So anyways, so those were the things that like the thoughts that I was experiencing prior to posting that I was also thinking um I was also thinking oh my god I'm like who do I think I am do I think that I'm just better than other people and just I was just thinking of hmm, maybe people that are like starting out in their businesses and I guess I I yeah I want to keep them in mind um because I don't want to act like what I think I am um but at the same time I guess I just don't perceive how much I've made in my business as that much um but it is like a recognizable milestone to consider that I like this revenue was created from my work and my imagination it didn't come from a nine-to-five it literally came from my own genuine efforts and that's important to recognize and Okay, so that's that part. Glad we got it out of the way. I apologize also if this podcast is not the most clear and concise podcast ever because I'm like in the trigger and I'm and I'm in the hot seat. Uh, that should explain why I'm a little scatterbrained, but I took some notes that way you can still get some value out of this. So first and foremost, I do want to preface this by saying that prior to starting my business, I knew that I wanted to really like involve myself in my business like I 
I had tried photography when I was working a nine to five and I, I just didn't do that well. I didn't have the time or the energy to, or maybe I wasn't skilled enough to prioritize time enough, but it was really hard for me to have a photography business, not knowing what I was doing, not knowing anything that I'm about to tell you. And then working a nine to five, supporting myself, having no help from parents, like literally just me being self-sufficient with the scarcity mindset that I come from. It was extremely difficult for me to have a business back then. I'm talking 2017, 2018, very, very hard. And, but my dream was always that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I wanted to have my own business. I wanted to be seen. I wanted to make, and I still do. I want to make impact in the world. I want to live so abundantly, but I want to do in the way that feels right. I don't want to compromise my values in order to keep a roof over my head. And that's very, very important to me. So what, considering that, I realized that when it came to having my own business, I really needed to take my time and I really needed to um, have nothing else going on in my life and just focus just on that, um, on building my business. So I will say that's why I, and I don't know if I've shared this before, but I have an Airbnb business and it does all right. It pays my rent and a little bit more sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't pay my rent. Uh, sometimes like in the summer months, we have just like paid just the mortgage or try to keep some in there. I just want to be transparent about that. Um, it's not like Airbnb is not what it used to be where you were making 10K months, <laughs> 12K months. Um, it really like things have changed. But I mean, it's still... Um, a gig that I have that does help me live. And then I'm also supported by my business partner, by Nate. Nate has been a person that has played a huge role in me being able to be in my business and have food and have and have emotional support. I mean, even though we have broken up already, um, he's still, and I want to recognize that, um, I just like, it's important for me to voice that he has played just a huge role even when he didn't have to in helping me build my business and I could not focus on my business in the way that I can without his help. And I hope, cause I don't want to sit here and say I bootstrapped and did this all by myself when it's like, no, I have had help. I have, um, there has been so many ups and downs, but, and it's not like I've accomplished anything really crazy or amazing. <laughs> I will say, um, but still, I just want to preface this because I'm thinking of me before I even knew anything about the life that I'm living now. Um, I was in such scarcity. I didn't even think it was possible to live a life doing what you are good at. I, I just didn't think photography was even a, I was like, it just doesn't matter. It's not important enough. And knowing what I know now about how photography photography content creation it brings eyeballs over to your product and in the attention economy that we live in today attention is actually very important and then knowing how to market that knowing how to speak to those people that you want to serve and create this emotional connection that generates revenue so that being said knowing what I know now I have a completely different perspective on this line of work and what I do but still um Anyway, that is that. Moving forward. So I have had help from Nate. And if you have help from a parent or a significant other, or maybe you just have a big chunk of change that you're able to 
save from a nine to five uh, or wherever in order for you to fully focus on your business, then good for you. Um, I don't want to say if I did this, you can do this too, because I know some people are still just on their own or don't have help from anyone else or they don't know how they're going to get through things and they still have so many wounds um, with self-esteem or even resources available to them that I just don't dare say, and I know I've said this before and I'm regretful, but if I can do this, you can do this too. And it's like, I just want to say how I did it. And if there's anything that you relate to, amazing, then take it. Um, And I hope it helps you. So, okay, that's a big fat disclaimer. Moving forward. Now, how I started making money in my business is I actually started working with a strategist. And working with a strategist is that they map out the plan of how it is like who who you are in the market, what makes you different, and who it is that you are talking to. And just having that map, that was so life-changing for me. I know I speak about this a million times over and over, but I was the photographer that I was just posting random photos and using Instagram, like what any other photographer does, that they just do portfolio. And and like I, that's just what I was doing. And then after working with Hannah, where I was working together, she was... She was like, I'm curious to see how like things are changing and other photographers are going to start. Um, and same with the marketing coach I was working with, Jenna. And um, I remember being told that like as photographers, like we've gotten into this habit of just posting our work and not showing any of our personality or showing just more of the human side to us. It was just all about the artistry and the work. And that, that, that didn't work for me. And I have done that before, even when I started like doing photography years ago, that did not work for me at all. Uh, there was just no connection to my ideal client with that. I was just randomly posting photos and it's not until I got strategy and got organized and how to start posting in a way that's targeted. So and an example of that would be, I always think of who is a person that I maybe had a sales calls with yesterday or who was I working with yesterday and they were struggling with this one thing. So then now I'm going to post content in order to help them. And yeah, which is actually going to move me over to my next point, which is I challenged my visibility wound. So I was really scared of being confrontational and I was really scared of being polarizing. I was so scared of saying anything that was against the grain because, and I've spoken about this before on the podcast, but I used to, it's like that shadow aspect of me thinking like, you're so rude, you're so bitchy, you're so intense, you're like, who do you think you are? And... Anyway, just voices of people in my childhood that are just living in my head uh, that shut me down so much that didn't allow me for me to be my authentic self. So social media wasn't the problem. It was my thought process that was the problem. And I had so much wounding around speaking my truth, so much wounding. So 
once I became okay with visibility and I became okay with being seen of like, well, you know what? If people think that I'm being too confrontational, then okay. But let's just test the waters and see how this goes. And But that actually started working in my favor because that's when I started... Um, I started, that's when I, I started really serving and just really speaking what I believed in. And I have become very comfortable with that, which is why this podcast is out now. And yeah, I was also really scared of, how do I say this? In life, I don't know if you've heard this before, but it's called the Imago technique. Imago basically means that you mirror back what somebody else says. And by you mirroring back what someone says, their brain feels like, oh, this is safe and I can relax and I can trust. And it's a common theme in relationships, like whenever you're trying to problem solve in relationships. They say to use the Imago technique, which is validating what the other person is saying and being specific to let them know that you understand what they're saying. And then their mind and their body is able to calm down because you are speaking their language. And when you're on a sales call, it's the same thing. Make sure that you use the words that your clients are using in order to repeat, to let them know that you understand them. That way you can create a bond. And marketing is the same thing. You're basically is mirroring back to people what it is that you understand about them. And that's what creates that connection is when you are able to mirror back what it is that you and your ideal clients um, need or what they're struggling with and how you have a solution for that. So how, keeping that in mind, I was very scared of doing exactly that, that one thing that is what makes you money or builds bonds with people and builds community, which is the concept of the Imago technique. I was really scared of that, again, because of visibility. I was really scared of being confrontational. I was really scared of really sharing what I really thought. And this is what I, what people mean when they go to uh, self-help seminars and they work on their mindset. This is when those beliefs that you have... Uh, this is what that means because it's not even it's not about strategy. It's about addressing those those wounds that you have um, that are holding you back because you could have the whole framework and the whole map. But if you have a lot of wounding around letting yourself be seen, that that framework and that roadmap may not work for you. And I say this because I was one of those people. All right. And then. Uh, the next thing that I did to uh, generate my first 20K in my creative business was I stopped solution hopping. So I genuinely took in the advice I was given by any provider that I hired and I implemented their strategies, even if I didn't believe them at first. And I remember talking to just one of the people that helped me. And they were like, you're one of my clients that have really, (laughs) you've really taken on everything that I have said and you've implemented just everything that I've said. And, and it was interesting for me to hear that because to me, I'm like, what? So people pay all this money and they don't implement what they are told. (laughs) And 
I think that's one thing that has played a role into me being able to generate revenue in my creative business is really implementing the strategies that I was told, even if at first I didn't really believe it nor understand it. I just took direction and allowed myself to be influenced, whether this was brand help or whether this was uh, marketing help. So they really, really helped me out. And then now another thing that also helped me generate revenue in my business is I upped my skill set. So this is, I guess, more of a practical approach. Uh, When it comes to photography, it felt way too fluffy to just offer photography. I also didn't want to do weddings. I have been told by so many people that, oh, you should shoot weddings. There's so much money. There's stupid money to be made in wedding photography. But I have shot weddings before. I have been a wedding photographer before. And being real... Uh, I just don't like it. I don't like showing to showing up to the photo shoot and the groom doesn't like photos and you're just there on your feet for 12 hours, which is such a privileged thing to say of complaining about one day a week being on your feet for 12 hours. But weddings are really taxing and I just think it's worthwhile if like it's genuinely what you want to do. But quite frankly, I just don't want to shoot weddings. It's not my thing. Um, And I'm also a person that I really enjoy the coaching and the development of working with entrepreneurs early on. I love seeing the transformation and the growth and someone seeing the wealth of knowledge that they already are just by having the correct framework and mindset in regards to the things that they have to say. And I really love that. I love the strategy work. I love... I even love hearing when clients say, oh, my God, I posted this, my, like these videos. I started posting my content on TikTok and I'm getting feedback on just like people opening their hearts up to me. Or there's these new opportunities about paid gigs being asked of me. And it really does work. Visibility done correctly with the correct messaging, with the correct support and the correct visuals. It really can cut through the noise and allow you for you to build a community. So yeah, I, yeah, no weddings. (laughs) And I just really focused and trusted on the advice that I was given. And then the last part that I want to talk about into how I was able to generate revenue in my business is also by surrounding myself with people that support me being my highest self. And I I don't know how to say this, but being in circles with people who I don't whom I don't share values with made me like I made myself small. And I say this, I'll just be broad about this, but sometimes when I, I'm in a room full of men when they talk business, I realize that in some of the rooms that I've been the way that they talk about business is very systematic or it's just a different value system. There's just a different point of view into how they are approaching business and it doesn't click for me really well. And it's not until I actually separated myself from being in the rooms that were not in alignment with me as a human being. Um, And it could be an alignment friend wise, but I'm just saying when it comes to being an entrepreneur and growing as an entrepreneur, uh, once I actually got coaching from, people whose values I really aligned with, like getting a woman of color as a business coach, that has truly been such a shift 
in my whole being on a nervous system level on a it's like seeing to believe and for me to be able to access my internal safety and or even like like I was on a phone call with my business coach and she was asking me questions like why do you think this why do you think that and I just started crying because she was asking me questions that I never felt comfortable admitting to someone who is not a woman of color. And I feel like around her, I was just able to cry and fall apart and just experience my full emotion. And she wasn't trying to correct me either. She was just like, I hear you. Those things are very valid and also helped me provide tools with how to deal with my feelings but even just a con just even being able to express and fall apart in the presence of someone that alone but it's not just someone it's in front of the right person that alone provided me a healing and gives me permission to take up space being my authentic self latina like me woman like me first generation person like me and I would say that combination of everything is what has allowed me to feel safe in my business. It's what has allowed me to generate revenue in my business in a way that feels healthy, in a way that feels good. And yeah, I wanted to share that with the audience because the things that I'm preaching about when it comes to brand strategy and high quality content creation, uh, I really believe that can help you position you and start you can start using your instagram as a place to monetize or not even instagram even tiktok i mean these marketing principles are things that you can take with you to linkedin even so this isn't something that's just specific to instagram they're things that are translatable in different places and i also think it's important to talk about money especially to my clients that are in this line of work for impact and for purpose and they're more motivated by making change which is incredibly incredibly important but what's also important is you being able to sustain yourself and ethically create a living for yourself that's also an important part of business so anyways that is the episode for today i appreciate you listening to me Thank you for letting me uh, speak this. I was feeling really uncomfortable, but now I'm kind of over it for being able to talk about it. So I hope this inspired you to also speak your truth and give yourself so much grace as you are experiencing the range of human emotions as you are experiencing things, especially those of you that are very sensitive. Um, Other than that, if you found value in this episode... Uh, If you could go ahead and repost on Instagram story, I'm trying to think of an incentive or something that I can give you uh, when it comes to you reposting it or even leaving a review. I have to come up with that soon. And other than that, I appreciate you listening and we will be in touch. I'll catch you on the next episode.